for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Uh, I want to read a couple of portions this morning, and then we're going to look at what we, uh, I feel is God's assignment for me today. Um, one one uh, portion from Proverbs, you'll be well well aware of, you, you'll know these verses well, and maybe the ones in Matthew perhaps you don't know so well. Uh, Proverbs 3, and we'll read from verse 1 through verse 5. My son, or my daughter, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And then that verse we all know, don't we? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not onto your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Um, that's verse 6. If you, maybe it's not up there. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And then Matthew chapter 2, uh, Matthew chapter 2, uh, verses 11 through 23. Matthew 2, verses 11 through 23. I don't think I've ever preached on these verses, but I want you to, uh, to read them, not read them with me, but to watch the words and, and we'll look at it in a second, uh, verses 11 through 23. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child and worshipped him. And when, this is Jesus they're worshipping, and when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. They were going back home uh, to, Nazareth, uh, to Nazareth, yes. Uh, now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt." And was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called uh, my son. Then Herod saw, um, I don't know whether I'll read all this actually. Um, I don't, is it up there? It is, yes. Um, I probably won't need all of that. Um, it's basically the story of what Herod and, and so forth. And then Herod died, and the angel of the Lord appeared again to Joseph, saying in verse 20, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. And uh, then eventually they come back to where Mary and Joseph started, which was uh, Nazareth. And uh, because he was to be known as, he should have called a Nazarene. Okay, I think this verse in Proverbs, verse 5, is a favorite, and verse 6 as well, is a favorite verse for Christians uh, because it's such an encouraging verse. Uh, 
verse 5 and verse 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. It's a verse with a promise. It's a positive verse. It's a positive confession. And in this day and age, we need, as I was saying before, we need encouragers. Uh, this is a verse from a chapter which really is an instruction from a wise man to a young son. Uh, actually, we know it as an instruction and guidance from God himself to us, uh, to us, his sons and daughters. He said in verse 1, My son, do not forget my law. If you want to live long, keep my commands. If you want to be well thought of and find favor with God and also with people, then abide by God's truth. Then the wise man said to the young man three things, trust, lean not unto your own understanding, and acknowledge me. T-L-A, trust, lean, acknowledge. And that's particularly what I want to zone in on this morning, to uh, T-L-A, trust, lean, acknowledge, because that that is how you get direction, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. We are going to get direction as a church family, as Christians, as families in general, by trusting, by leaning, and acknowledging. Trust in the Lord, because actually, believe it or not, God knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for your family. He knows what's best for my city. He knows what's best for my church. And we live currently amongst people who don't know who to trust. Uh, Do we trust the scientists? Do we trust the health professionals? If you trust the scientists and the health professionals, which ones do you trust? The French ones, the Italian ones, the American ones, the, the British ones? Because sometimes they say slightly different things. And we definitely listen to them, that's for sure. We would be stupid not to listen to them. But in terms of trust, 100% trust, there's only one person I'm 100% trusting. With all due credit to every doctor in here, I am trusting 100% God Jehovah, 100%. And that's what he tells us to do, to trust him Because he's our direction, he's our provider, he's our healer, he's our ever-present Lord, he's our refuge, and many other things beside. So the wise man says to the son, says to us, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And then secondly, lean not onto your own understanding. Now, you only need to be in a church or a business or a profession to realize everyone's got a different understanding. (laughs) everyone's got a different opinion. And often we don't really know what to do. We have good ideas, and sometimes we even have great ideas, but what we need to do in this situation is have God ideas. And that's easy to say, I understand that. But it's true. There's good ideas, there's great ideas, and then there's God ideas. And my own and your own understanding gets you so far down the road but we have to trust 100% on God himself. We need to lean not on our own understanding because every one of our temperaments and characters are different. 
Some of us are highly protective, and other ones are, oh, whatever is happening, oh, blah, blah, blah. You understand? So we're all different, but we don't lean on our own understanding, but we acknowledge Him, and He promises us that if you acknowledge Him, He will direct your paths, which is wonderful. Because not only does God know what's best for me, best for me, not only does, uh, not only because we don't know what's best for me, but God will tell me what's best for me. He will tell you what's best for you. He will give you direction. And you say, well, I don't know if I can get direction. I don't know how God will speak to me. I don't know how he speaks to me. Let me just tell you something. If God wants to speak to you, even if your name's Joseph, and you're out of the loop because your wife is, <laughs> wife-to-be is having the Son of God, and you're out of the loop, God will direct you. He will. And you might think, well, yeah, but I don't get dreams. I don't get this. But he will speak to you when we acknowledge him with all our hearts. When we acknowledge him in all our ways and we, we, we trust him with all of us. And sometimes that's easy when things are going well and everything's okay. The job, the promotion, we're healthy. We get a pay rise, everything else. That's fine. But what happens when things are not fine? That's the time. That's the time we go to God and trust Him with all of our hearts. When life's not going the way we want. And this whole situation is a, is a, like it brings things into focus. Even for our nations, it brings into focus who is the church and what are they about and what do they do and what do they really believe. So they need to see a believing, trusting church, whatever our situation is. Because all of our heart literally means all and every part of you. Every part of you. Even if your prayers aren't answered in the way that you would want. Even when the prophetic word that you got doesn't work out as you thought it would work out. Even when worries start to come to the surface. And some of our tension, some of our anger, some of our depression, some of our fear that rises to the surface like a stone in a garden that comes up. Some of that is because we're not trusting with all of our hearts. We've just left a little bit back. (laughs) I'll deal with this, God. We're going to lean on our own understanding, our own thoughts, our own insight. Our understanding is really understanding. It's really deciding who you're going to stand under. Okay? If it's your own understanding, it means you are standing under your own authority, your own wisdom. You've been wise in your own eyes. But when you stand under the Lord and you stand on His promises, you've got His protection, you've got His favor, you've got His direction, you've got His wisdom, and you've got His blessing. When you stand under, when you stand under, you get his understanding. Remember that old hymn, Standing on the Promises of Christ my King through eternal ages? You don't, young folk don't know good hymns, do you? But I'm, I'm just going to <laughs> tell you a good hymn. Standing on the promises of Christ my King through eternal ages, let his praises ring. Glory in the highest, I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God. 
And we don't just quote God's promises, we stand under them. We trust in the Lord because why? Because we are standing in what He has promised us. Because all of God's promises, you may not know this, are fulfilled in Jesus. 2 Corinthians 1.20, for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ our amen ascends to God for His glory. And that's why we, in the Freedom Center, that's why you and your families, that's why we as individuals need to trust Christ, trust God with all of our hearts, because we are in Him. We are in Him. You're not outside of Him, you're in Him as a Christian, and we can claim all of his, his promises to us, because God is a God of the all. Psalm 103, verse 3, he tells us not to forget, and he tells us to forget not all his benefits, forget not all his promises. He forgives all our iniquities. He heals all our diseases. And we are living in a day when people are looking for understanding But for us, it's time to stand under the God who has all understanding. And your life and my life may not make sense to us right now. But to God, but to God, your life makes total sense. To you, it perhaps doesn't make sense. Why is he doing this? Why does he do that? To him, it makes total sense because he is directing our paths. You may have no understanding of your situation but to God, it's totally understandable because He's the Alpha and He's the Omega. He's taking you, He's taking me in a direction. He's standing over what you're standing under. He sees what you don't see. He knows what you don't know. Wouldn't you like to know what He knows? Really, wouldn't you? You'd like to see the UK in five months' time, wouldn't you? You really would. You'd like to see your family in five months. You'd really like to know but he sees everything. And an old hymn came to my mind. It must be the week of old hymns. All to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him. In his presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender, humbly at His feet I bow, worldly pressures, pressures, all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me now. All to Jesus I surrender, make me Savior, holy Thine. Let me feel Thy Holy Spirit. Truly know that Thou art mine. Why should we surrender? Surrendering brings safety, it brings security, it brings salvation, it brings angelic protection, it brings God's all to us all. And that's what I declare this morning to all of us, God's all to us all. Every blessing that God can give you, I declare it for you all. And that's why I read the story of a little family of Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. And something that we don't often uh, concentrate on. Uh, that story of the angel came to Mary, and obviously in the first instance, and uh, Luke, 
the doctor, <laughs> we're talking about doctors this morning, in Luke chapter 1, he, uh, in fact, I'll maybe read some verses to you, Luke chapter 1, this is a doctor who wrote this book, verse 26, now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man, betrothed means engaged, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, I bet she was, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of of his kingdom. Kingdom, there will be no end. You know that story, don't we? And then an angel then speaks to Joseph and it confirms to Joseph what the angel has said to Mary. And then they travel, you know the story, don't you? They travel to Bethlehem, I'm sure you do. <laughs> travel to Bethlehem, the Messiah is born that was promised. The wise men came and went in. And after that, an angel comes to Joseph in a dream. And he says to Joseph, take the young child. First of all, he tells him, uh, don't go to Herod. And then then the angel says, and flee to Egypt and stay there until you get a word. I've often thought about that. They stayed there until Herod was dead, and then the angel appeared again. So what does that tell me? What does that tell you? Well, I was, I was thinking through this, uh, this morning and what God was wanted to say to people, and the Lord gave me this chapter, this, these verses of um, him, in a sense, Jesus, going to Egypt. And uh, I thought this was highly unusual, that this story had popped up in my spirit. This little family going on a detour to Egypt. And then God showed me, this is exactly what I was speaking on, because it talks of trust. Mary, Joseph, Jesus, in the flesh, really as a young little family, extremely vulnerable, wandering around the nation. An unmarried mother with her boyfriend walking around the nation on a donkey, away from their hometown, away from their family, away from any resources, away from their job, away from their human security. All sorts of things that perhaps are going to be up in the air in these coming weeks and months. Mary first was pregnant with the Son of God. I like that responsibility. Um, And then after the stable birth, a newborn to transport around, and then told, don't go home. Go to a foreign land. Because there's a price in your baby's head. Talk about pressure. You find it difficult to trust in your situation. Just think of the trusting implications for them. Just think of their situation. But they trusted with all of their hearts. And then they weren't leaning on to their own understanding. I'm certain their own understanding was telling them, go home. Don't go to Herod. Back up that road to Nazareth and uh, to the familiar, to the family for protection. But that was the wrong road for them. Their own understanding was not standing under exactly what was right for them. Because if they'd done that, it would have meant death 
It had meant problems. It had meant difficulties. But trusting with your heart means not leaning to your own understanding. And maybe Mary and Joseph could have thought, well, I'm going to trust Psalm 91. That's a favorite psalm at the moment. Everybody's talking about it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Psalm 91. So they had the psalms. They knew the psalms. And they could have said, Psalm 91. Let's claim that and get back up the road to Nazareth. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. And we're going to go back up that road. We're going to walk tall from Bethlehem to Nazareth and show them the Messiah and show them the baby. Show them that we are people of faith, that we're not going to run, we're not going to flee, we're not going to hide from anything the enemy would want to do against us. And God's Spirit, an angel came to me and said, no, 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 no. You're going to Egypt. You're off to Egypt. You're going off to a foreign land. You're going in the opposite direction of Nazareth. We've driven from Nazareth to Bethlehem. To go on a donkey, pregnant, my word, doesn't even bear thinking about it. But it's it's a long way. But instead of going there, they went in the opposite direction. They went to Egypt. You see, God's ways are not always your ways. Even whatever you're claiming... Whatever verse you're claiming, whatever chapter you're claiming, if he gives you a word, and it talks in these verses about getting a word, if he gives you a word, sometimes it'll be in the opposite direction from where you think you should go. Because his paths are not our paths. His sat-nav GPS is often different. Do you ever get the the sat-nav in the car, those of you who drive, and it's telling you, you need to do this, go that way. You think, no, no, I always go that way. Uh, That's the shortest way. But the GPS, the sat-nav knows there's an accident up that road waiting to happen, or happened. And so therefore, there's a big queue of traffic. Actually, I'm telling you to go this way. And I have paid the price many a time thinking, it doesn't know what it's talking about. I'm going that way. And then two or three minutes later, we're sitting in a queue of traffic we can't get out of. And Susan says, why don't you listen to the sun nav? Well, <laughs> just to rub it in a bit. <laughs> but we have to realize that when God speaks to us, it might not be the verse that you're claiming. Just give you that little bit of insight, Okay. And Psalm 91, is, I'm going to read it at the end, is a wonderful, wonderful psalm. But you need to be wise, and you need to hear what God's saying to you. What, what yesterday isn't always the plan for today, so we need to trust. We lean not to our understanding, uh, but thirdly, we acknowledge Him in all of our ways. And what this little story tells us about acknowledging, it tells us that trusting, leaning, acknowledging may mean you don't do what you think is best for you. If Jesus can flee from harm, then it's okay for you to flee from harm. If Jesus can run to Egypt, it's perfectly acceptable and be in faith and be in trusting to self-isolate. Okay? Don't think you're a weak person and you're not, in, you're not a believer and you're not a true Christian. Oh, I can go through this. No. Sometimes, even with Jesus, he was taken out of the place, out of the nation, out away from trouble, because that was God's wisdom for that moment. Herod the killer was out to get him, and he needed to avoid him. And sometimes we need to avoid things in our lives too. So please don't think that when a doctor gives you some advice, you think, oh no, I'm a Christian, That's nonsense. 
nonsense. So I give you the liberty to, to self-isolate. But I want to tell you something, and we'll close with this. I want you to let you know what happens when you trust, when you lean not to your own understanding, when you stand under and acknowledge him in all your ways, then we can come to a psalm like Psalm 91. And I want to read it to you because I want it to soak into you because this is God's word. This is safety of abiding in the presence of God, whether you're in Egypt, whether you're in Bethlehem, whether you're in Nazareth. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under, standing under, the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, GPS, in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, if you can find lions and cobras in Preston. And the young lion and the serpent you shall trample under foot, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, because he set his love upon me, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's God's word to you this morning. Let's take our final song. Father, I thank you for your word that we can stand under and we get true understanding as we stand under your grace and your love and your compassion and your healing and your anointing. Lord, we look up to you and we trust you, Lord Jesus, with all of our hearts. All of our hearts. We lean, Lord, not to our own understanding. And Lord Jesus, in all of our ways, in these next few weeks, in these few months, we will acknowledge you. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, as a church, as leaders, as a church family, as a community, as families in our homes, 
as businesses, as surgeries, as hospitals, you will, you will, you will direct our paths. And so, Lord, we get in our praise now. I'm not going to thank you in a few weeks, in a few months. We praise you now. We thank you now for your goodness and your mercy that follows us all the days, easy days, difficult days of our lives. Pray for every family, Lord Jesus. I pray an angel, Lord, in every home. Protection. Bringing liberty and bringing freedom. Bringing healing. Thank you, Lord, that you're a good, good God. You love us. We can stand upon your promises today. We know, Lord, you're a God who never fails us. Never fails us. Never has failed us. Never is failing us. Never will fail us. So, Lord, we come to you. We look to you. We thank you for governments. We thank you for doctors. We thank you for nurses, scientists, health professionals. We thank you for businesses. Thank you for shops and supermarkets. We thank you for all the things that we are provided with, Lord. But we look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We trust you, Lord. We lean on you. We acknowledge you. Direct our paths, Lord. In Jesus' lovely and precious name. Amen. For more information about our church or to access more of our resources, please visit thefreedomcenter.com.